Episode 154 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. Welcome. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, the places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. WSU Tech President Sherry Utash is one of our leaders when it comes to workforce issues. Before the pandemic, we had more jobs than people to fill them. Well, things have changed. We'll talk to President Utash about how things have changed and how we adapt our workforce to the new reality. First, the big story in the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. Businesses like Eric Fisher's salons are preparing to open. We talked to Fisher about how his company has been getting ready to reopen. He's frustrated. He says government doesn't realize the precautions salon owners like him have taken. We also talked to other business owners. Our coverage begins on page 12. Also this week, a special section on nurses for National Nurses Week reports on what nurses face and how demands for them are changing. Page 15. Our list, Wichita's commercial lenders, ranked by 2019 dollar amount of commercial loan portfolio. That list on page 6. This week we spend 10 minutes with Tom Hine. He's the public affairs manager for the Kansas Department of Transportation. He's held that position watching road projects come and go for 18 years. Page 19. Check our leads section. Each week we provide you business intelligence on new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments. This week it begins on page 17. Back to talk with Sherry Utash after this. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Well, welcome, President Utash. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. I know you're a little busy these days. We are a little busy. Um, if anybody would have told me three months ago we'd be renting a college from our homes, I would have laughed. But we are, and um, actually, we I think we've done a pretty good job of it. Amazing. Now, talk about you in particular, your story over the last six weeks or so, two months. How have you been operating? So this, uh, Bill, this is my sixth week at home. Uh, so I have been uh, working from home along with um, everybody else at the college uh, for six weeks. Uh, we did what I caught, what I always say, I think we did two years worth of work in two weeks. Uh, but we successfully moved all of our, um, all of our uh, instruction, all of our coursework online uh, through, uh, through, through the rest of the semester. So uh, that is no small feat. It was, it's a huge feat when you're normally in a face-to-face situation with students and doing hands-on learning primarily. Right. Uh, so it was, a, it was a big effort to get that done. Our faculty did an outstanding job uh, of doing that. And, you know, we were able to put in place um, virtual meetings with students with all of our uh, advisors for uh, questions and future enrollments and uh, financial aid and the registrar. I mean, we just, um, we, we were extremely successful in, in moving the college to this virtual environment, um, which I, I would have never been able to even think what that could look like. Um, but now we know we can do it and we've been doing it and, you know, um, we've, you know, we've had online tutoring, we've had every, every, every thing, every service that we have for students normally on campus, we've been able to create that in a virtual, uh, online remote environment. So, 
uh, it's it's been it's it's really been an inter it's been really interesting it's been an interesting um initiative project uh you know pan the pandemic has brought on uh, a lot of uh, you know sense of urgency uh, and uh, I think all of us in our own respective uh, organizations and businesses have had to respond to that. But I tell you, the thing that I think has really the, the, the silver lining, and I'm always trying to figure out what's the silver lining and all these things, I, um, is the fact that it has really brought a lot of innovation and creativity out in people. And I think it's brought a lot of grit and perseverance uh, and determination not only from um, people in our community, but from our students. So we're preparing for them to come back and uh, in small groups, and I can talk about that a little bit more, but we are, we are, we are now um, in the throes of working on uh, what, what does our return to campus look like. What were some of those decisions that you had to make right away in order to make this transition to online learning? Well, we had a lot of things that we had to do very quickly. Number one, we had to put a, 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 a very uh, large group of people together to work with faculty uh, to, to find resources and to be able to do training and to be able to, to do that for both our faculty and we had to do training with our students in order to make this happen. So there was a real big effort in that. Um, certainly technology played an issue in it. We made some investments in technology uh, both hardware and software in order to make all of this happen. And we did that very quickly. Um, IT teams, man, they're, they're heroes in all this. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Faculty uh, are heroes in all of this in, in our world. Um, so th there was a lot of very fast decisions that had to be made. And that was all about the time of spring break for us too. Right. So we actually were, um, we, we actually closed uh, the, the campuses the week of spring break. And so we have been offline, uh, I mean, online and remote with, with uh, all of our services and all of our staff and faculty. Uh, we have a few um, essential faculty, our security and facilities um, that are on campuses. But other than that, uh, we, have, uh, we, we have moved everyone to work from home. And using the heck out of Zoom, I gotta right. tell you, I'm on, <laughs> I'm on Zoom like eight to 10 hours a day. So right. um, I, have, I have found a, a lot of uh, advantages to doing it. I think it keeps you more on time and uh, more, more uh, strategic and tactical and um, probably uh, um, aligns an agenda a lot quicker by being on Zoom. But anyway, you know, we've all, I've also, you know, tried really hard to communicate with the college community. So uh, every Friday, I do an all-campus uh, update, uh, and so we will have anywhere from 150 to 300 people on Zoom at one time, and then on Wednesdays, I'm doing an open-door session uh, where I kind of talk a little bit, and then I just take a lot of questions from the college community, so I'm trying to do that. Met with students several times in different focus groups and different ways to communicate with them throughout this as well, so Communication has been a huge, huge key, I think, to, and, you know, and just continuing to inform and inform and inform because, uh, you know, this is a hard time for everybody. And, uh, and, and we've had some, uh, some of our um, students and our, our employees um, be affected by this um, in their families. And, and that's certainly been a very difficult thing for, for, for their families uh, that are COVID related. And, 
those have been hard, hard times for them and uh, will continue to be. Right. Uh, is the spring session over, spring semester? Is, is it over for your folks? So we're kind of elongating our spring right. semester. So for, um, for our general education students, uh, the spring semester will be over uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, but for all of our career technical program students, they have, they have things that they have to do in order to, get, to be able to graduate. So we are starting to bring back students to our campuses in small groups of 10, uh, or no, no more than 10, so nine students and a faculty, uh, starting on May 26th. And uh, they'll be coming in from May 26th, and it'll take us about till the middle of July to get all this done in these very small groups but to bring them in and do their labs and their skill checkoffs and um, you know, all the things that they have to do in order to finish their programs. They have Number all those hands-on things that they have to do, right. right? We have to meet our learning outcomes, but we also have to meet the outcomes of the accrediting bodies like the FAA, the State Board of Nursing, the Kansas Department of, of, uh, of, of Disability and Aging, um, the, the, you know, the, the, Dental Commission. I mean, all these different areas that kind of oversee our our, our career technical programs. So we're going to start bringing students in. Very small. Uh, we're doing a lot of planning for that. Um, we have uh, five different work groups uh, that are um, working on uh, return to campus plans. One's really focusing on health and safety of of employees and students. Uh, one's uh, focusing on PPE and uh, social distancing in our facilities. Uh, a third one is uh, really focused on education and training for our faculty, our staff, and students, not only as they return now, but starting in the fall and probably henceforward. Uh, those, those will be important uh, education and training pieces for new employees, new students, those kind of things. Uh, the fourth group is a faculty redesign group. Um, so we know that, uh, we know higher education will probably never look the same again. Right. Uh, and we want to be part of leading and being innovative in this nation uh, with moving career technical education into hybrid models. So they're going to—they're looking at that. They're—they're they're kind of challenging the assumption of a semester, um, looking at hybrid models, looking at front-loading, um, uh, hands-on learning, uh, and being in the labs in the fall in case we have um, some kind of a reoccurrence of this um, late fall. And then the fifth group is certainly a communications group, which spans everything from internal, external, and all new signage and tape and footprints and all the things that need to happen in all of our campuses in order for people to return safely. Obviously, it's probably the understatement of the year. Things have changed dramatically. Yeah. You know, six months ago, we had more jobs and we had people. Then things started to change a little bit with the 737 MAX issues and that sort of thing. Now we have the pandemic added in there, record uh, unemployment. I guess now the question is, what do we do now? What, what is it that we can do now to, and going forward? So great question. Um, you know, Wichita and the state of Kansas have been kind of double whammied. The 737 MAX, which we were so concerned about, and we still are, 
uh, now we, we sit in meetings and think, boy, if we just had the 737 MAX to think about and not all this. Right. So to your point, uh, you know, unemployment's going to run the highest it's been uh, in, in Wichita for several years uh, and maybe, maybe ever in the history of Wichita, frankly. So we are looking at ways that, um, number one, it's really important that people know if they are in a, a layoff or a furloughed situation that there are training dollars available to help them retrain, retool, upskill, move into a different career field. There are a lot of training dollars available, and we're ready to help people with that. Um, we may have people that decide to change careers into areas of IT or healthcare, um, or you think about all the essential workers that have been out there, people that you know work on our, uh, our, our air conditioners and our, and our furnaces, people that are fixing our automobiles, um, people that are on the front lines in, in healthcare, all of those kind of things are IT world, just essential through all of this. So as we think about what does that look like, um, I, I, you know, I think that people need to have hope uh, and I think people need to understand that there are dollars available right now to help people uh, in, this, in this new environment, in this new world. Uh, and, and you know, they'll have to put in the time and the effort to do that, but there are dollars available to help them get through this. And, you know, as always, WSU Tech, um, we, we always say we're a microcosm of this community and, and this, this season of our community, this is no different. We will be a microcosm of this community, upskilling, reskilling, retooling, uh, finding different careers for people uh, in order for them to continue to be economically safe uh, and to uh, have a clear path forward. So that's one thing, you know, we've just really worked on a lot is, is trying to figure out, and we're continuing to do this, is how to serve um, our, our community and how to serve students within our community and those that are going to seek to, to have um, some kind of new career training. And then how do we make sure that we ensure that they get what they need and we have a clear path forward for them to employment. So we'll be working on that a lot. Uh, we did put out, um, you know, our summer is, because we have all of these students from spring, we've got to finish up. We are starting no new programs in the summer. Uh, we are doing uh, online uh, gen ed, so uh, every student has the opportunity to do that, and uh, we have reduced the price of those. So we're trying to make that something that for this community that um, will be an uh, ability for them to get back in, in classes and, and get back into trying to develop um, their, that next career path or that upskill, reskill. And then in August, we just put out a, a, a communication this week that we will be fully back on campus uh, in face-to-face -face camp classes, along with a hybrid model, um, you know, using P the proper PPE and social distancing and all the things that we may have in place by August. Um, we, you know, I think we all know that um, there's a certain amount of skepticism with the public as we start to do this. And I just, I, it's really important to me that I have said this to my college community, and I would say this across to anyone in the community. You know, our first, um, our first guiding principle through this entire thing that we set up um, back about seven weeks ago was the health and, and safety of our employees, our students, and, and the people that we work with in this community. So that's going to continue to be a really guiding principle for that. And, and uh, we will make it safe. 
Uh, we will uh, try to put as much face-to-face -face and hands-on um, lab time for our students as we move forward. And we will, um, we will really work with, with business and industry and the people that are going through these situations. If you are, if you, if they are laid off or furloughed, and they're working through the work uh, through Workforce Alliance for um, Unemployment, there are lots of training dollars out there available to help, and we would love to have you as a student at WSU Tech to, you know, help you decide what that next step is. As people decide on their futures, you know, some of them are out of work, some of them, as you say, are in those essential jobs education, retraining, it becomes that much more important, doesn't it? And we've seen this over the last couple of economic downturns we've seen. We, we know that people need education and retraining. Yeah, the, you know, we, we saw this out of the last recession in 08, 09. Um, that was really a, a huge push for the fact that um, the majority of jobs, and we, and, we, and we know this, and we know this is gonna continue to be the case, that the majority of jobs, you know, over 75% of jobs by 2025, which is just around the corner, will require at least some type of post-secondary credentialing or degree. So, you know, there, there's no better time um, to, to kind of, if you're in that situation, to kind of assess, your, assess where you're at in your life and decide what might I, what might I do. Um, and, and we just know that it's going to be a, it, the, the, the world of, of jobs and economics of this, you know, city and, and state will be ever changed because of, of this pandemic. Um, Important to jump on and, it now, especially, yeah, especially now that there are dollars available for people. Mm -hmm. Jump on and There it are now. a lot of dollars available and there continue to be dollars available. So the other thing I might say is, you know, the uh, American Workforce Policy Advisory Board that I've right. been serving on with uh, the Trump administration, that board uh, appointment was to, uh, was to expire in July of 2020. They have now asked um, for that board to continue for another year, probably more important now than ever. Right. This is important. It's a different thing. We were right. trying to fill, figure out how to find all the people, you know, uh, in the last year, and now we're going to be working on how do you rebuild the nation's economy and rebuild the op opportunity for education and training in order to be prepared and ready for that, um, you know, that new gig economy, that those new jobs, industry 4.0, all the kind of things that we're looking at. You've agreed and you're going to stay on that uh, workforce. I am. For, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. And I'm very excited to stay on it. Um, it was ex it was an extremely essential part of the fabric of our nation, you know. The work that we were doing uh, when we started it in March of nineteen, certainly, um, what we're facing today is every bit as important, if not more important, than when when the uh, advisory workforce policy board was originally formed. So happy to stay on it, happy to keep Wichita in the game on that, and uh, to be able to represent, you know, our community and the state in that effort. Certainly the focus of business owners right now surviving and serving their customers, getting cash flow going. Do you have any advice for those small and medium-sized businesses in the area? Well, I think probably um, the advice will be, my advice is, is it's going to be interesting to see how this works, whether people really come out in a big way or if it takes a little while. Um, I would say that I think uh, I'm going to go back again to this whole idea. I think that there'll be a certain amount of skepticism of public. So I think the idea of 
you know, ensuring what your practices are with regards to, you know, safety, social distancing, um, uh, protective equipment, those kind of things. I think that's a, a, a real important piece of this. I would also say to small and medium businesses that if you if you don't have the resources to put together training for your staff, um, we're happy to help with that. We have we, we're putting together some training uh, uh, materials. We're happy to share that with you during this time, where you can use that to whatever need that you and might have in in your industry. So if we can be helpful uh, to small and uh, medium sized businesses, you know, moving uh, and, and, and getting back in into, you know, the economy and driving business uh, locally. I mean, that's so, so, so important. So I think the, uh, you know, I think that all of us play a, an incredible role in this to do this strategically, to do this, uh, uh, rather in steps, we're, we're calling it stages, uh, and, uh, and, and to be very, um, to be very uh, authentic in what you're doing. Um, and if we can be of any help whatsoever to provide some materials that we're creating, um, we're certainly happy to, to do that. I, it, kind of an interesting thing, I was, uh, I, I was in the very first face-to-face -face meeting that I've been in in, in you know, six weeks, um, and everybody had a face mask on, but I will tell you, they all look different. <laughs> everybody had it on differently. Right. So it made me think, you know, just little things like that, you know, are things that this is a, this is going to be, this is a, a new world. Right. Uh, and so as we kind of move into that, uh, the more that, you know, if there's anything we can do to help, uh, we're, we're happy to do that. And I am more than happy to share any kind of materials that we produce. Uh, in order for education and training of, of, of the reopening of any kind of business. We will make sure that we include the uh, WSU Tech uh, website in our blog that goes along with this uh, podcast. And uh, we appreciate all your hard work and hang in there. We are going to continue to cover the pandemic and its impact every day at the Wichita Business Journal, wichitabusinessjournal.com, and in our weekly edition each Friday. Again, if you're not a subscriber, Check out that four for four offer. Open up one of our locked stories and you can get to it that way. WSU Tech President Sherry Utash, thank you so much for spending some time with me and doing another, yet another Zoom interview here. <laughs> thank you, Bill. It was a pleasure. Love your K-State hat. Appreciate it. You we'll too. be back in a moment. Be safe. Take care. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours. So we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit equitybank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, that's it for BizTalk with Bill Roy this week, episode 154. We hope you're coping as you make your way through these difficult times. If there's any story we can do to help or any leader you want to hear from, please let me know. I'm at broy at bizjournals.com. Check out all our episodes at our BizTalk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. BizTalk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week. Uh -huh.